Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we had a bit of a chat, as we always do. We brought you the clips of the month, didn't we, Andy, yes. from November. They were hotly contested. Uh, we spoke to somebody who's bringing a great career to an end. It is a great shame. It's a man who balances stuff on his head, including <laughs> fridges and cars <laughs> and beer and rice and all sorts of things. <clears throat> he told us his amazing story and why he's uh, calling it a day. Uh, that was John Evans, King of the Balancers. And, yeah, so I think that's basically it. Yes. So here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. And uh, both sounding rather upbeat today. Oh, I wonder yes. why. Well, absolutely. Yeah, fun footballing weekend. I did think, though, there was one black mark on the weekend, of course, and it is ironic that if the FA act correctly, Millwall will probably have to play their games behind closed doors, which is quite ironic, really. But yeah. uh, we'll see what happens. Absolutely. And uh, it was great to see the fans back, wasn't it? I've, I've really missed that ironic cheer. You know when somebody, you know, that sort of sarcastic cheer when a shot mm. goes way over the bar? They never had that on the, no, on fake the crowns, hot keys, did no. they? F10, they didn't have <laughs> ironic cheer when something goes no, wrong for a team. They certainly didn't. I've seen the fans at Tottenham, they all seem to be congregated behind one goal, the goal that Spurs were kicking to the first half. I thought it should be like non they could have all swapped and gone behind the other goal for the second <laughs> yeah. half. That would have when worked. I went to a couple of grassroots games recently, I, I'd forgotten the joy of that. Mm. The way that the away fans who've come, the two, you know, a couple of hundred away fans, could do that at half time. And yeah. one goes clockwise, one goes anti clockwise, <laughs> so the ultras don't meet and it doesn't go off. No, so, I? but it's nice that that old thing. I, mean, I used to do that as a kid at Tottenham reserve games. I used to go and watch the reserves. So you saw Graham Soonest mm, turn out for the yeah, reserves. It was, it was, uh, boy. It, it was. We're going to talk about the games in detail with Motti. Yeah. But it was it was classic Jose at the end. He was praising Arteta. Yeah. What a good team. What a fine young manager. How many times in his career did he praise Arsene Wenger? Oh, that'll be none. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, and Frank Lampard last week? Oh, that'll be none as well. <laughs> you know when a manager, especially a manager like Jose, does that, you know that he's not worried about him yeah. at all. And it was interesting, the improvement in Chelsea's set plays, they did a feature on it in matches. Well, yeah, yeah, Zuma's been lethal, wasn't he? Well, you know, it's all, <laughs> they did all these stats, but it basically it's down to the fact that uh, Mount can take corners and William can't, as we saw yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> We're all going, we've seen these corners before. Yeah. So, yeah. But I'll tell you one thing that did... Oh, no, here's one thing from your game yesterday. 
yesterday. Hmm. Martin Tyler comparing the Spurs left-back Regulon to Stuart Pearce. Yeah. Does he mangle the Spanish language like Stuart? <laughs> Fantastic. Come up, come up with They're his great. own. <laughs> word, honestly, Spanish clips of the week. And here's the word of the week from Sergio Regulon. Yeah, that would be good. It would be good. And finally, from this, in this little section... The, Yesterday, Sheffield and I watched the end of that game, and they, they they deserved a point, even though Leicester had done well earlier in the game. But what possessed the Sheffield United defender not to bring Vardy down? I know. What on earth was? It? Surely it was worth. It was a minute to go. All right, you get a red card, okay, but you'd have got a point. Why did you let him go through? I couldn't believe it. Was, that. It was was it Fleck? I can't remember. I can't was it? remember I can't which remember defender it was. it was, but oh, he should have brought him down. It was mad. But anyway, Leicester are funny, aren't they? They're not. They're like a bit like United. They're not. Neither team playing Egan. particularly it was Egan. well. Sure it was. Sorry. Yeah, neither yeah. team playing particularly well, but you know, managing somehow to get results. So yeah. There you go. Um, so obviously, I I, I rather enjoyed. Uh, well, yeah, I, I say enjoyed. I wouldn't say that because. It's a tough watch, the North London derby, for fans of both clubs, mm. but an even tougher watch when you're conditioned to old Spurs, which is which is old Spurs, of course, is cocking that 2-0 lead up and giving it away, Yeah, and being so passive in the second half. Mm. I mean, I don't know what it was like with Chelsea at times. Did you always feel in control when Jose was there? Did you always feel, you know, the, the, the walls well, were never going to get breached? That Jose's first incarnation with Robin and uh, Duff and, mm. you know, that, that was a good team. They used to play, they played some nice football. But I think as he <coughs> went on, he, he sort of evolved, in, especially at Inter Milan, he evolved <coughs> this real counter-attacking style. Yeah. And then the second time he came back at Chelsea, he was fully into that. And, yeah, you know, there were times where you do get frustrated. But, look, winning is, it's, winning is important. It's it's not frustration. It's not the frustration. It's not me thinking, I want to see you attacking one. I want to see you go and get a third because I completely understand, as he said yesterday, mm-hmm. why go chasing the ball? Why go pressing yeah, he's right. when you're 2 0 up? It doesn't. But what is hard to watch is mm-hmm. that when you're inviting. Well, look, I, 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 I mean, you know. we heard Arteta say yesterday they dominated the game. Well, did they? They were allowed no, to dominate the game. You know, Tottenham were very passive. Most of the game, yeah. they, had a, they played in front of Spurs. And I've seen Tottenham dominated. I've seen them in games where they can't get a touch. Yeah. Everybody's seen. But that, that well, didn't I, think, f- I think Chelsea gave us, uh, Spurs a much oh, better yeah, game absolutely. than Arsenal. So I, I didn't feel like that. Certainly didn't feel it, like that. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Poch. I think he's a terrific manager and what he hopefully will go on to, to be success, really successful. But you can't compare Poch to Mourinho. You just can't. One's got a sort of record of being a good team builder and he plays nice mm. football. But the other bloke's a serial winner and he's got his mojo back, which he has. Or as my daughter-in-law said, he's Mojose. Oh, so, that's, that's nice. I said, yeah, I, that's Laura. Right. I have to give her credit for that Yeah, one. you've got and, to. <laughs> she'll be pleased. And, uh, and that's the difference. You know, this bloke is a serial. We all saw all or nothing. You know, all Chelsea fans are not surprised by this. Yeah. You know, so... But we're, we're playing well. That was a good game. I enjoyed that game. Leeds are, are good to watch. They give... Yeah, a very open match. Yeah, it was, it was an open game and uh, and Chelsea played well. They are playing well, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it, it's exciting. Liverpool getting a, a good result. Um, last night so it's all pretty tight at the top oh, result yeah. for we were saying team. yesterday Liverpool are still the team to finish above if you want to win the league whoever mm. you are yeah, yeah considering the players absolutely. that they haven't got no, in that absolutely. team at the moment and, and some that are coming back yeah, short yeah. term as well they are pretty uh, decent the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. our next guest we've spoken to I think a couple of times over the years probably at points when he's broken another world record or appeared on yeah Jay Leno or Letterman or something like that. He's travelled the world over the years because his skill is uh, balancing things on his head. Uh, fridges Tremendous. and the like. He's raised a quarter of a million pounds for charity over the years, but mm. John Evans has decided uh, that uh, he's, he's calling it a day. And he, he's here to tell us why. Good afternoon, John. 
Hello there. Pleased to meet you. Yeah, well, nice to talk to you again. Um, I mean, why now? Why have you decided that your balancing days are over? Well, it's not come lightly because basically, I got in February. I got eight shows booked, which were you know for the summer season for carnivals, etc. And then the shows were coming in, you know, I generally do about sort of 15, 20 a year, something like that. But then they all got cancelled because of this COVID, you know, so some rebooked me again for, for um, you know, for 21. And uh, But then this booking me again, they're already cancelling now because there's no hope for carnivals and that to be going in the near future. So... Without crowds, I can't really perform anyway. I need I need people, I need crowds to do even charity shows. Um, there's no really money about for no. me to go and approach a company to say, oh, will you donate a fridge freezer or a, a mm. washing machine or something for me to balance and raise money for charity, which I've always done in the in the past. Um, they can't afford it. They ain't got the money. They, they closed down or something, you know. So it's 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 come to the end for me. I can't do anything about That's it. That's a great really. shame. Yeah, it is yeah. a shame. How did you discover you could do this? I mean, presumably you need a very, very strong neck. It's a very, very interesting question because when I, when I was young, about 18, 19, I used to work on the building sites and oh. the, the way the way to get bricks up a ladder was in a hod, like mm. a V-shaped mm. thing. You could get 12 bricks in a hod and you used to keep two bricklayers going and 12 bricks didn't keep two bricklayers going. And I, I designed this bit, just a bit of floorboard, and I could put 24 bricks. I could stack the bricks on a piece of floorboard, chuck them up, put them on my head, and go up the ladders with the bricks on my head. And after a short time, I, I sort of was, I could do it quite easily, and I didn't need to even hold the bricks. I could just put them on my head, run up the ladders, and you got your arms to pull you up the ladder and everything. <clears throat> and um, it, it was very, very good, very easy. I, I loved it. And, um, I was doing that for two or three years and developed all my neck muscles and everything and carried on like that. Would you work in the gym? Would you do a bit of work on the neck muscles to keep strengthening them? How did it work? Or was it just a natural thing? Never done anything like that. Um, In fact, it wasn't until I was about 55 when um, I I started to do this balance act again for charity. And uh, I'd done that much charity work and then I got asked to do TV shows and carnival shows, and it led from there. <coughs> oh, brilliant! Yeah. Now, John, I've got I've got in front of me a picture of you uh, with a mini. You're balancing a mini on your yes. head. What I want to know is how did it get there? You obviously can't lift the mini. <laughs> mi- does it have to be there? lowered onto you? How he was asleep, and the no, next I thing you know, like a forklift. I have like a forklift right, okay. that, that, that pulls up with like a block and tackle. Okay, and and it lifts it up to my head. I, I get underneath it. I lift it up. I have to walk 10 feet away. Yeah, yeah. And then I have to let go for a minimum of 10 seconds and balance that many on my head wow. for, for a world record. And I've done this on a Guinness TV show. Mm, wow. And the, the maximum I managed to balance it for was 33 seconds without holding it. Amazing. It's given you a great life, hasn't it? I mean, you've travelled the world, you've been on Leno yes. and Leatherman. It's a stiff neck. <laughs> Korean. Been, it's given you a stiff neck as well. Time, yeah. Shanghai, Singapore, Taiwan, yeah. wow. all over the world. I've been I've been a major star and, and everything. In fact, if you put, if you ask Google, yeah. who is the best head balancer in the world, it comes up with it John Evans. Up. And yeah. the thing is, yeah. they keep booking you. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing, I'm looking at something you did in Korea here. So. Yes, because you you would twice. you would break world you were almost like guaranteed to break a world record if they got you over there they know they'd have a live world record on their show 
I broke two world records last time I went. I balanced mm-hmm. a big, a big, massive um, uh, American-style fridge freezer on my head for 13 <laughs> seconds. Right. And, then, and then I balanced a load of... I can't remember what it was. I mean, was it, it was, I've got it. Was it 40 uh, your trays with 40 rice bowls? Is that, was that the one yeah. or was that an... Uh, yeah. well, that, that was in Hong Kong. That oh, right. Hong okay. Kong. Well, uh, I've mean... done that record, yes, in Hong Kong. I've been to Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, I've been everywhere. Yeah, what a um, great life. I mean, just for, you know, on the hod in those days when you were... Obviously, I imagine yeah. you were much in demand with the brickies as you could carry more bricks, but... Uh, yeah, Who knew yeah. it would lead to uh, uh, sort of travelling the world? Well, it was so common, you see, to do it when you were 18, 19. It, there was a lot of people balancing things on, on their heads, taking them up ladders, but oh. I used to do the most. Yeah. I was I was quite fit and I was I used to do the most. Mm. What's and your greatest, would you work? say, John? What's your, what's your, when you look back on the career, you say, that was the toughest. It's got to be the that... 429 full cans of 7-Up, surely. <laughs> well, it, it's, that's in there. <laughs> no, it must be in the, there. The, the the two great um, things that stick out was was I, I was on the fortieth anniversary of the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Yeah, yeah. On the first fortieth anniversary, which they could have anybody in the world to perform on that show, as you know, you know sure. anybody. Well, they chose me, uh, and the, the original host of the show was named Steve Allen. Yeah, yeah. And he he was back on the show, and I was walking around the studio balancing him on top of my head. Oh, and then, and then they'd also built a, a Mini Cooper car for me, which weighed 170 kilo, uh, and I balanced that on my head on, on the on the on the Tonight Show, and and that was an amazing you know thing you know, we 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 got um, asked to go to to um, Disneyland, and we got took to Disneyland, and we was we was took there by the Tonight Show. And we was all these tunnels in Disneyland. And we came up at the front of the queue on every ride, and we were treated, you know, Rolls Royce treatment type of thing at Disneyland. We got, you know, so it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, John, and, when, and the next one, when, I know you're busy. Yeah, on the next one was good because I was, in, I think it was 1999. I was asked by Guinness to go on the uh, Christmas Eve show. Uh, and uh, balance a, a load of bricks on my head like a chimney stack, and yeah. I, I balanced thirty stone, thirty stone of bricks on my head wow. for ten seconds on the on, on that show. Cool, damn, it's amazing. When they introduced you on the Tonight Show, did they say, "Here's Johnny"? I'd like to say <laughs> it, it was it, it a bit of a Scottish accent, and he says, "Here's John from Marple, England." Oh, beautiful. Yeah. The um, one thing I see at one point, you a girl inside a flaming oil drum. Yes, you balanced yes, on that. your head back in two thousand five. Regular, the 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 oil drum was insulated, of course. Yeah, you know, just uh, <laughs> <and, and, laughs> yeah. the, the girl was inside, yeah. and and she was quite cool, you know. And, and got air vents. <laughs> you can me, be in those circumstances. And, yeah. and, and the old drum was on fire all around it and everything. Yeah. And, and she was inside it, and I was there, uh, you know, balancing the thing on my head. Yeah. You know, I've done, I've done some really, really dangerous things. I mean, on another Guinness TV show, I've got like a, a, a seven foot ladder. This is worth listening to. Oh yeah, a seven, a seven foot ladder, mm. and on e- each end of the ladder, there was a push bike fixed to each end of the ladder. Blimey. That went up, that went up on a forklift with with a girl sat on each each push bike. So you can imagine it, a ladder. Push bike, push bike, a girl sat on each one. My head was in the middle, and it was that was 170 something kilo with all the apparatus and the girls. And I lifted that up, walked away, and balanced them for 16 seconds without holding them. Wow. 
Well, you're going to get. You can give your neck a rest now, John. Yeah. After all those years of bringing us entertainment, did yep. anybody ever suggest that you you uh, picked up uh, the uh, Yorkshire and England cricket a Gary Balance? Did anybody ever suggest that? <laughs> not, not so far, no. Oh, what a shame! Well, maybe that's the way to go out. That's the way I think that would be. John, thanks for the memories. All yeah. the best. Thanks for joining us again. Well, uh, just one quick thing. Yeah. I've, I've been approached by uh, this morning TV show. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm on a quick stunt tomorrow, this morning, sometime from 10 o'clock onwards. You're going to be okay, like yeah. Sinatra, John. You say you're retiring, but you're going to go on like a farewell tour of, of lifting heavy objects, well, aren't you? I'm, on, I'm only doing this at home. I'm balancing something. I ah, can't say what, yeah. but I'm okay. balancing Zoom something. Balancing. We'll get, balancing okay. something at home. They're sending a, a, a crew to film me. And Brilliant. Let's well, see how it goes. We look forward right, to it. You. We'll get Gary Balance around your place. Let's make it happen. <laughs> All the best, John. Thank you. Well no done. Problem. Bye-bye. Thanks for your call. Bye. Great John Evans there. Yeah. Uh, head He's balancer. got some neck, hasn't he? He has got some neck. <laughs> Headbalancer.com is his website. and Go and check out all his records. What a man. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. Yes, it's time for the Clips of the Month for November. We've got uh, six of the best, and uh, you can go along to Twitter at T-S-H-N-J, T-S-H-A-N-D-J, to vote for your favourite, and we'll bring you the winner at uh, just before four o'clock when Adrian uh, Goffey pop in for Drive. So, pretty straightforward. We'll have two semi-finals. Uh, Andy, why don't you kick us off with the first one? OK, uh, we were shocked to hear Gary Scott say this in the travel. In Essex on the A12, it's partly blocked by the Colchester Football Ground. Really? <laughs> Has it moved? It must have Maybe the bit of subsidence or something. It's on the slide. I mean, it's always been there. Isn't yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the caller to uh, Talk Sport discussing Chelsea's Kai Havertz. He's got it all. And when somebody said he's a cross between, uh, what was it, 
they crossed in between Coos oh, uh, and oh, Oozel and somebody else. Oh, that's it. They crossed between Coos, Oozel and somebody else. That's what I've always... I look at Havertz and I see Coos, I see Oozel and I yeah. see somebody else. I see somebody else too. <laughs> Here's this great clip. Here's Gabby Agbon Lahore talking Manchester United. This is Manchester United we're talking about, one of the biggest clubs in um, English football. They're going to be looking at top, top elite managers if anyone's going to take Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's job. So not for me, no. I can't see him going. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, he's got another five or six years as a player, hasn't he, I think, before <laughs> yeah. he moves into management. Yeah. Got to do his badges. I think, I think Allegri would be before him. Yeah, there, uh, oh, there was a big piece of him the other day talking about coming back. He's ready to come back, oh, yeah, Allegri. No, There'll be a few a, managers looking over their shoulders. Yeah, he's a top manager. Uh, this was Bob Bubker ahead of the Masters with shock news from Augusta. Just a few minutes ago, somebody showed up at the driving range to begin their warm-up uh, for a practice round, and it was Sandy Lyle, and he's wearing a pair of suspenders. Hello? Yeah, it was very attractive. I thought, <laughs> just showing you a little bit of leg. He looked nice. great. Uh, of course, the American braces, braces uh, <laughs> as they like to say over there. So, Andy, what's next? It's Chorley manager Jamie Vermilio talking Wigan and getting us in the mood for Christmas. They've got a lot of young, good young players coming through. We, we often play against Wigan in pre-season. They're on the 23 side, and they're a good, good side, and this just opens up a door for them and the likes of Mary and Joseph, who they've got, they've got coming through the ranks now. <laughs> it's great to have uh, the little baby Jesus. It's great to have Mary and Joseph. <laughs> clip for this month in the, the in the frame, isn't it? Yeah, old Mary and Joseph. Anyway, yeah. this is Natalie Sawyer setting up an interesting feature on the weekend mm. sports breakfast. Aston Villa could go top if everything goes their way today. Okay, it's time for this. Welcome to Football Master on Talk Sport. I, I don't think Herb Alpert's ever sounded better to me. Says, yeah, I Tremendous. mean, but it does sound like the Steptoe music, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then you think, what is that? Um, yeah. Anyway, there so go. there we are. What did you like? Did you like uh, the roadblock by Colchester's football ground, a cross between Cruz, Oozle and someone else? <laughs> uh, is it Gabby Agbonle or not Firmino? Uh, Bob Bubka with Sandy Lyle in suspenders? Is it Mary and Joseph? Uh, or is it uh, Herb Albert at half speed? Uh, just go to at TSHNJ, T-S-H-A-N-D-J. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, we have two semi-finals. Are they up there, gents? I'm going to have a look. I take it they are. I take it they're already up there for you to vote on. And uh, we'll have uh, two semi-finals. The ones that get the most votes go into the final. We'll tell you how things are going a little bit later on in the hour. And uh, you can then vote for your favourite in the final. And we'll play the winning clip again just before four when Adrian Durham and uh, Darren Goff take over with Drive. Andy, just very quickly, is there anything else you, yeah, you want to talk about? Yeah, pub in Sussex. You know, there's been a, quite a lot of controversy about it. you've got to have a meal with your drink. Substantial meal, yeah. Substantial meal. So uh, uh, this pub, the King's Head in, Lew in Lewis in Sussex, oh, has yeah. created a slimmed-down menu so drinkers can get round the COVID rules, Tier 2 COVID rules. The five It's based on government ministers. So the five-item menu offers <clears throat> Boris's beans, Sunak's sausage... <laughs> Gove's Goujons, Pretty's Pud, and Hancock's Halloumi, which I thought sounded like a Greek sitcom. <laughs> it does, yeah, yeah. That's it. Benjamin Mendy, this story, I love this story on Saturday. Mm. He's in a race against time to save his 475 grand supercar from being crushed. He's, he's, it was seized by police because he didn't have valid licence and insurance, and, you know, like typical football, he hasn't quite got round to it. But it'd be great if they just handed it back to him in a carrier bag. <laughs> Imagine you know how they compact it. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> it's, 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 it's own little flight case. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast 
from TalkSport. This was good news today, Andy. The oldest known place name sign in the world mm. uh, has, uh, has been found uh, in a dry riverbed in Egypt. <laughs> really? What was it? And it was... Uh, you wouldn't mind living on this street, would you? What is it? Uh, domain of the Horus King Scorpion. Road. <laughs> oh, road. No, it's not. It doesn't say road, but that's what it would. Domain of the Horus King Scorpion. You imagine that having that at the top of your street. Yeah. The old post, he'd find it easy enough, wouldn't he? Let's <laughs> go on the postcode. Wouldn't have any problems. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was telling you about this story. You, you reacted to this story exactly the way I did, so I don't mind if you do it. <laughs> it's no, just, it's all yours, Andy. No, okay. Animal rescuers were called to Stoke City to save a woodcock trapped in the 365 Stadium. Not Tony Woodcock, you understand. <laughs> of course. Tony Wood, you're telling me that... You're telling me that Tony Woodcock yeah. is caught in the 365 Stadium. I tell you who wasn't happy at the weekend. Who? Uh, Neil Warnock. Oh, no. He was raving. He was. He was not at all uh, happy uh, with what Stoke uh, offered up. No. Uh, in terms of a changing room. He said, we got changed in a pigsty. I don't think that's literally. No. Um, and the pigs would have run away if they'd been there. There should be some kind of fencing. Uh, you can't it's always been a good loser, Neil, hasn't he? <laughs> he says, you can't tell me that was social distancing. We're so close together in a porter cabin, surely we'd been better off in a dressing room. Well, he's got a point there. We give them everything at Middlesbrough. Heat, it's lovely. He said, he gives them everything. Heat. Our toilets didn't work. They blocked. He Ooh, said, no, they were blocked. That's that may have been down to your players. Um, <laughs> there were fumes it. coming in. Yeah, I bet there were. <laughs> After the cr- block crack bloom. open a window. <laughs> we had to get security out, yeah, the yeah. maintenance people. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, we had to ask them why there were fumes and why they didn't look at it before we arrived. I can't blame the result on this, but we took some pictures. I bet they were lovely, those pictures. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Put them on the mantelpiece. <laughs> Uh, there was, they were a disgrace, he says. Mm. The showers are leaking, there's water all over the floor. I didn't want to say anything before the game because we didn't want to make excuses. There's no way they'll get a dressing room when they come to our place. He said, I'll hire a porter cabin for them. <laughs> and quite possibly, he hasn't said this, but he'll go and block the toilets personally himself over the course of the preceding week. And if you like, I'll come in and I'll chuck some water on the floor, says uh, Neil. My dressing room was another porter cabin. 20 yards further down the road. Water all over the floor. He's got a real problem with water on the floor, hasn't he? You know, they've all Neil himself and all the players have played. Well, I suppose they were in academies, but before that they would have played in places where... Yeah, I think it's been a while. I think it's been a while since uh, it sounds like. I mean, you wouldn't expect a a championship side to to do that. I mean, it's not the coach family aren't short of a few quid. No, that's very true. (laughs) They could have had a solid gold porter cabin, (laughs) and it wouldn't have touched the sides. Anyway, Neil Warnock raging there, not for the first time in his career. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Just time to bring you the winner of the Clips of the Month for November. Thanks to everybody who voted. I think yes. it's 60-40 split in the end for this wow. one. You did like this. It was Bob Bubka at the Masters shocking us all uh, with this spot. Just a few minutes ago, somebody showed up at the driving range to begin their warm-up uh, for a practice round, and it was Sandy Lyle. And he's wearing a pair of suspenders. <laughs> lovely, yeah. lovely look. He, no, he normally wears a negligee. <laughs> well, to carry off a man of his age, of course, braces, Bob. It was yes, a bit of a linguistic yes, uh, thing that went. But anyway, thanks for everybody who voted. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast 
from TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Uh, I'm back with Max Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. Andy, you'll be back with us Friday. Friday, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. we'll have more uh, clips. And there may be a little guest. Ap- we'll say no more. It could be a little yeah. guest appearance from Andy later in the week. So we'll keep my powder dry on that. But thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.